Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Ladies, welcome on in. I am so delighted to be here today. It is a bright sunny day here in Sydney. Even though it's winter, it's nice and sunny outside, which has been a change from all the rain. And um, listen, I'm a career success coach for professional women, which basically means I help you get promoted faster. I help you raise your profile. I hope you get out of that space of feeling invisible, feeling like you don't matter, feeling like you're not adding the value and people are not seeing the value you're adding. And also just getting that opportunity to really fall into your own light. I feel that so many women are sort of settling and having to settle because they're working difficult jobs, they're working long hours, they're exhausted, they don't feel like they have the resource to find something new, to look for something different. They don't have that energy to do that. But look, if you are feeling like you want to change, if you're feeling like you deserve more, if you're feeling like the world is not seeing your true potential and you want the world to see your full potential, then absolutely, you know, get in touch because that's exactly what we do day in, day out. We've been doing it for 13 years and we absolutely love what we do. So you can check us out, go to Illuminate Personal Growth, uh, which is our website. We're all about personal growth before about anything else, before about leadership skills and personal branding. We're all about helping you grow as an individual and give you tools that will help you throughout your life tools that will help you grow your mindset, tools that will help you become the confident individual that you need to be if you really want to thrive and also survive beautifully in this very busy world that we live in these days. Now today, (laughs) what I really wanted to talk to you about, I was having a coffee actually yesterday. I was sitting there having a coffee and I was thinking, I'm podcasting tomorrow. What am I going to share with my listeners this week? And look, there's always plenty of stuff that I could share with you. There's strategies, you know, that we could share in the business and growth mindset and personal branding and leadership and stepping to your own light and authenticity. But actually what I thought would be a really interesting topic today was to share some of my own life's lessons because there have been many, absolutely, I have moved um, and lived on three different continents. I've lived in Hong Kong. I've lived in Singapore. I've lived in the UK. And now I live in Sydney in Australia. And, you know, it's been a really interesting journey um, living and working in different places and having an absolutely incredible time. There have absolutely been phenomenally exciting, phenomenally good decisions that I've made along that journey. And of course, I've also made mistakes. And what I've seen along that journey, if you like, is lessons. There have been a consistent amount of lessons that I have learned along the way. And I thought, well, why don't I share some of my own personal experiences and my personal lessons with you? So I thought today that I would share some. And so here we are. Um, And I'm going to start by talking about jobs because I'm obviously a career coach. And when I started off 
as a career coach. I worked specifically to help people find careers that they really loved, that were more aligned with themselves, their skills, their strengths. And occasionally I still work with clients on that kind of topic as well. But we now work more in the area of personal branding and raising your profile and getting you promoted and paid appropriately. But these things are all interconnected. We are you know, uh, careers are kind of a complex thing and they change and they morph and they grow. And the thing that my big lesson, I suppose, my big life's lesson is that life is just too short to be in a job that you hate. And I have been there. I have been in a career where I just felt like it was not me anymore. I felt like I needed to change. Um, I was working in advertising and I just felt like it wasn't enough for me. There was got to be more. There's got to be more to my output every day um, than doing what I'm doing now. I just don't feel like this is going to be my life's work. And I think that was a big revelation. That was a big realization. Advertising was all I knew. And I didn't know what the alternative was. But I decided that I had to make a decision. I had to make a change. I had to move and and put myself first and decide what I really wanted to do. But, you know, now I have seen clients go through that same process as me working with me and my business, seeing them emerge from that gloom of feeling like, oh, my goodness, is this all that I can do? Is this it? And we forget that our skills are highly transferable. We forget that we have a huge amount of skill and a huge amount of experience that is massively transferable. And I think that, you know, if you want to make a change, whether that's within your current organization you know, into a different organization, a competitor organization, or into a whole new industry. If that's what you want to do, that's what you should pursue, in my opinion, as a career coach. I believe deeply that we should be aligned with the work that we do. We spend way too much time at work, not to be happy, not to be fulfilled, not to be feeling like we're adding the value that we want to add. So my big, big starting life's lesson is Life is just too short to be in a job that doesn't serve you, that is not giving you your best opportunity to shine. So look, if you are struggling in your job and if you're feeling that way, first and foremost, you are not alone. There are a lot of people out there who are feeling the same way. And some people will suck it up and stay there and settle. And some people will choose to do something about it. And whichever your choice, own the choice, own the decision. Um, but if you want to start asking yourself the question, what do I want to do instead? How do I do this? How do I make this happen? Um, I think the first, there's a few questions I could throw at you right now to help you think about it. Ask yourself, what do I really love doing? Like, how do I love spending my time? And I find that a good way to look at that more deeply is to ask yourself, what kinds of problems do I really enjoy solving? What kinds of problems do I really, really enjoy solving? And that can give you a really good insight as to, you know, whether or not you're adding the kind of value you want to be adding right now. And I think the third one that you can ask yourself is, what strengths do I want to use that I'm just not using right now? Because often I find that people are struggling and feeling frustrated and unhappy in their careers because they are not playing to their strengths. They're playing to skills that are actually weaknesses or areas that they just don't really love playing to. Because there's two sides to that, right? You can have strengths that you don't really enjoy utilizing and you can have strengths that you absolutely love utilizing. So you've got to have the combination of the two. And if you want to read about low, you know, strengths in a, in a deep way, check out 
how Marcus Buckingham, he has a, a range of different books that are all around strengths. And he talks about that concept of doing things that you absolutely love, but also being strong at. They're the kinds of, um, the, the, the key, if you like, is to look at those two things working together. The second life lesson that I want to share with you today is about worth. Because the one thing that I see so often is, you know, we live in this society, don't we, where success has sort of become synonymous with making shed loads of money, money, money. And I don't know about you, <laughs> but for me, there are lots and lots of different definitions of success and what success looks like. You can have a stack load of money, but it should be extremely unhappy right? You can have a stack load of money, but have no friends. You can have a stack load of money and no one to share it with. So define what success really looks like for you. And I can guarantee that something that is external to you, like um, money, your salary, your job title, these are all factors that are external to you. If you're benchmarking your worth and your sense of worth on anything that's external to you, your house, for example, how big your house is, whether or not you've got a yacht, for example, or even your connections. You know, some people um, benchmark their sense of worth based on who they know. But these are all factors that are external to you. And if you do that, it is not a sustainable strategy because what happens if something or someone takes that external thing away from you? So say, for example, you say, you know, you put your self-worth on your job title and you were made redundant tomorrow. How would you feel then? How would you um, survive if your sense of worth has gone with your job title? Similarly, you know, if you're if you lose your salary or you have to take a pay cut or, you know, you lose your job, for example, Again, the salary is all-encompassing. My worth is totally uh, melded together with this sense of income that I get. If that's the case, then again, you know, your sense of worth goes with the money when it leaves. So you have to think about how can I build upon myself that is not requiring me to look at these external factors? Because external factors can also come from praise. I've seen this before in my business where Say, for example, you benchmark your sense of worth on your boss who's continuously telling you that you're doing a great job. But what if your boss gets promoted or moves to a different company and all of a sudden that constant sort of adulation, that constant praise disappears with them? Then your sense of worth disappears with them as well. So like I say, hanging your self-worth on any factor that's external to you is a really, really dangerous strategy. And it's a mistake to think that your job title or your salary or anything of those kinds of factors define you because they absolutely do not. You are not your job title. Your salary does not make you who you are. Look for factors inside you. Look for reasons that make you worthy regardless of all that stuff. Because there is heaps within you, I guarantee it. And it is a surefire strategy to stay um, centered, to stay strong, to stay confident, even when things go diff go wrong and, and, and you know, problems happen because they do happen, right? Things happen all the time in life and we need to be able to cope with it. And that is a surefire way of doing it. The third life lesson that I want to share with you, I hope you're keeping up. I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're thinking actually of things that you want to um, learn from, from your own life. You know, maybe you're thinking of, oh, wow, you know, actually I've just thought of something myself. 
nurture that, spend some time reflecting on it because the more time we we self-reflect, the more we grow, the more we learn. So my third thing, and I talk about this often, is staying in your own lane. Staying in your own lane is so important. I can't emphasize this enough. We all have different uh, values. We all have different goals. And as a result of those values and goals, we make different decisions in life. You know, so think of it like us all coming up to the same path and then the path forks in five, six, seven, eight different directions. And that is maybe your peer group from uni. And you all go in different directions along these different paths. And that is because you're all striving for different things. You value different things. Some of you will value um, getting ahead quickly. Some of you will value investing. Some of you will value getting a house fast. Some of you will value having a family, for example, right? Some of you will value exercise deeply and want to be a triathlete whilst you're also working. That was actually a client of mine. So we all have different values and therefore we make different decisions. So how can we possibly look at the people around us 10 years down that track when we've all gone down our own paths and compare our success with other people's success. We all were going on a different journey from the outset. So that comparison where we look at other people, we look at their job titles. That's a really common one that people do. LinkedIn is a a desperate place for that, right? You can go onto LinkedIn and you can see, you know, your peer group from uni or your peer group from school and you can check them out and you can say, wow, that person's a VP of sales or wow, that person's a general manager of construction company or wow, that person is, I don't know, CEO of Walmart. I don't know, whatever you're finding, right? But the truth is it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference whatsoever because you have made the decisions you have made that have got you to where you are. And some of those decisions will have been great decisions and some of them might not have been the best decisions with hindsight, but you would have made the right decision at that moment in time when you made the decision. And that's why we can never berate ourselves for the decisions we make. We make decisions based on what we know at that given moment in time. So comparing yourself really to only you of yesterday is the only thing worth doing because you of yesterday knew ABC and you today know ABCD. And therefore, you can only judge your performance based on your own growth and your own trajectory based on the decisions you're making. Are they in alignment with my values? Are they in alignment with my ambitions and my goals? And if yes, you are on track, you are doing a great job. And if not, still compare yourself to you. Don't compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to you and say, is this enough? Am I happy to settle for this? Or do I want to change something? Do I want to move forwards? Do I want to do better? So my fourth life lesson that I want to share is it's okay not to know. All my life, I have so many women who I work with in my business who have this imposter syndrome that they don't know everything. I don't know everything that I'm asked in every meeting that I go to. Does that resonate with you? I hear it so, so often, you know, and this feeling of um, shame, this feeling of guilt that you don't have the answer there and then, The, the shame that you don't have this profound statement to add to every single conversation and that pressure of sort of being judged negatively if you don't share a groundbreaking opinion right there on the spot. Does that resonate with you? If that's resonating with you, I want to get a hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, Rebecca, that's me. 
But remember, even Einstein didn't know everything. I say this a lot. Even Einstein did not know everything. And maybe you should give yourself a break. Okay. It's okay not to know. None of us knows everything, which is why consulting with other people is so, so important. I'm a massive believer in that. You're always going to learn something new by talking to somebody else and getting their opinion. Yes, take the decision at the end of the consultation and make the decision and take the responsibility for that decision. But, you know, consult other people, get some feedback from other people on your ideas, do the research, take the time out to come back with a considered answer. You don't have to answer things on the spot. An easy way to get out of that on the spot situation is just say, you know what, I don't have an answer for you right now, but I will come back to you with one. And as long as you go back with the answer at some point fairly soon, then it's okay. And then my fifth and my final life lesson that I really want to share with you is that you can always change a decision. So maybe not having a baby. You can't kind of reverse the decision of having a baby. But 99.9 times out of 100, (laughs) you can change a decision. Okay. So we spend way too much time, I think, worrying about the decisions that we make or we have made. You know, there's that guilt about decisions we made in the past. But it's already happened. It's already done. So all you can do about that is look at what you can control in this given moment and make a decision based on this current moment. And then people concerned too about the future, like what if it's the wrong decision? What if I make the wrong decision? You might say, what if I want to change my mind down the track? And I think that risk, that fear of making the wrong decision can lead many people never to make the decision at all. And, you know, I've had conversations with friends, I've had conversations with clients where they have regrets around saying no to great career opportunities. They've been scared to have that um, yes moment where they just put their hand up and say, yeah, absolutely, 100%, I want that opportunity without maybe knowing all that it requires, without really maybe knowing all that it's going to entail and what it's going to be like. But All you can do in any given moment is to assess the data that you've got in front of you. That's all any of us can do. Because the thing I would always say is, is what if that decision were to have a phenomenally positive impact on you, on your career, on your life, on your prospects, on your family? You know, what if it had a profound positive impact? And if it didn't, Like, for example, I have known people who have gone and done big seismic moves and lived in a different country for their jobs. And they were kind of given these promises it was going to be X, Y, and Z. It turned out not to be the case. What do you do then? You just change the decision. You make a different decision. You can always change the decision. That's my life lesson. So use what you have in front of you to make a considered calculated decision but you can always change the decision. And I think that making decisions is so, so important for our growth. When we just stay stuck and when we stay safe, you know, we don't grow, we don't move, we don't become the person that we really, really want to be and really, truly achieve our potential. And so, you know, that's my final lesson for today is really not to fear decision-making. Decision-making is your friend, And it's important that you embrace the decisions that you have made. Um, You made them with, you know, the right intentions. 
and to look at the decisions that are in front of you with an open heart and with excitement in your heart too. Because, you know, who knows what's around the corner and you can always change your mind. Ladies, thanks so much for joining me. I love podcasting. I love being here with you every week. I love getting your feedback. You can email me anytime at podcast at illuminategrowth.com.au. Illuminate Growth is our business. And I would love you to download one of our free resources. I mentioned it right at the beginning. Go to rebeccasfreegift.com. If you like what I'm talking about, if you want to get ahead in your career, if you want to get promoted, if you want to get the recognition that you absolutely deserve, come, come, come and get your copy of The Seven Habits of Female Execs Who Get Promoted. And I will see you next week.